0: So funny hey this is Annie thank you so much for that amazing theme song I loved it um
1: please please send more thank you what you just heard was a thank you message from Annie from School for the Dogs, I left a theme song for them. And so if you could go check out their podcast, you can hear my theme song for their podcast. It's an honor that these folks are are putting my uh, theme songs into their podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We know that there are many, 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 many choices out there. Uh, in podcasts to listen to and the fact that you're choosing to listen to this one really means a lot to me. Just know that this podcast is here. It's reserved for you for your friends for your family, for anyone who is artistic in nature whether it be uh, making crafts. I don't care if it's putting fuzzy things on the end of uh, popsicle sticks. I don't care if it's painting Maybe you like to paint. Maybe you like to. Maybe you like to put down hardwood floors. Perhaps you like to read. Maybe you're playing around with. Maybe you're playing around with uh, poems. Perhaps you're in a cubicle job and you're sitting there and you've got all these ideas and you just don't know what to do with them. Um, ideally, this podcast, there's something in here within the conversations that I have with the people I interview and the revelations that strike my antenna. Perhaps perhaps it's the purring of, of the cat. Um, there, there, there's always a possibility of, of one little piece, one little nugget that might set off a whole chain of events of inspiring stories and whatnot. So, thank you for listening. I encourage you to send me any of your pieces to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. I will put them into the podcast. Uh, I might even play it on my radio show. got my radio show the first and third Monday of every month, K-Chung, 1630 a.m., Chinatown, Los Angeles. Also, uh, this podcast is on iTunes. So, if you're not listening to this on iTunes... Uh, if you're one of those folks who likes to subscribe to stuff, you can subscribe to this podcast and listen to it right there in your iTunes. So that way you don't have to actually be online to hear it. Check this out. There's some floor situation happening next door. Let's, Let's see if we can record this. Oh, I see. So that's what you're doing. You're putting hardwood floors in the the apartments? Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Wow, that's great. Okay, now it makes sense why this guy came into my apartment earlier today. Holy moly. He's putting hardwood floors in the apartments, which means he could put them in this apartment. Oh my God, which means if that happens, I got the cats running around. No one told me about this. Oh, interesting! 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 Oh boy, that means you did just have to relocate everything at certain points. Wow. Well, at least now I know what's what's on its way. Gonna have hardwood floors in here. Interesting. It'll change the dynamics of everything, huh? Hope all is well. You stay inspired. Take care. Control under Problems Health. Any keep to specialists your, you, and with work, will she or he. Needed as you with up follow and specialist, a to you send may doctor your asthma or diabetes. As such problems, health, chronic, your manage, you help also. Will doctor care primary your care of type this for hospital, a to go to need, don't usually, you, emergency, true, a have you, unless so, problems, minor most treat, can she or he, ill, you when better get, or healthy, stay, you help, can doctor care, primary, uh? needs care, health basic, your meat to doctor regular, a uh, having means that. Care health, our for base home, needs us of each, say, experts. After their home, planet Cobol was known to be doomed. The people set forth across a great void which seemed endless until a bright shining star appeared and guided them to
0: safety. And...
1: You have just heard another exciting episode of Hardwood Flooring Anonymous.
0: on the seashore. Jasmine dreams diving beneath into coral reefs. We can do this. We have a purpose. We'll wait till the sunrise and dig our si- feet straight into the sand. Hold my hand. Let's watch the sunrise. I know we can do this.
1: just heard, Man Behind the Machine. What's great now is uh, they have a podcast, and we will be including more of their amazing concoctions in future episodes. Uh, Today, about 15 minutes, I'm going to be talking to a man named Zach. Schoenfeld, Zach Zach Schoenfeld wrote an article that appeared uh, in Newsweek, the article you could search for it, Andy Kaufman, Jim Carrey, Uh, let's see, how do we, so the title of it is I watched Netflix's Jim and Andy with Andy Kaufman's brother and sister published this 11-18-2017, uh, and I read that article, Article. so it's crazy that I'm, I'm contacted by this guy. This is what he said to me. Hi, Kurt. I'm a writer and a reporter, and I'm writing a story for New York Magazine about Bob Pagani's Periscope project, which he calls Bob is Sleeping. Are you a regular viewer? If so, do you have a few minutes to chat this week about Bob's project and your experiences watching it? I'd love to do a brief interview with you for this article. Best, Zach Schoenfeld. Uh, So I called him yesterday. He was about to get onto a plane. And uh, so he sent this to me today. Hi, Kurt. Nice speaking to you briefly yesterday. Just to confirm, I'll call you today at 12 noon PST. Also, in case you hadn't already seen it, here's a big piece I wrote about Andy Kaufman last year. That's where he put the... uh, Give me a link to that uh, article that I just mentioned to you. So Bob Pagani is uh, good friends with Andy Kaufman. He had Andy Kaufman on his show long ago. He had a public access show called the Slycraft Hour. Andy Kaufman was on it. It was the first time ever that Andy Kaufman smoked a cigar and did a Russian accent. The very, the only time he ever did, as, as far as I know, recorded a Russian accent, and his parents were on the show. Um, Bob Pagani's a hoaxer. He's a reality hacker. He has coined that phrase. I think it's a brilliant one, reality hacker. He's done lots of crazy media stunts, pranks, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, throughout the years. Check him out. Bob Pagani, P-A-G-A-N-I. So today, yeah, we'll be having uh, an interview with with uh, with Zach. Bob, Bob and I became friends about ten years ago during my initial f- fascination with coming across Andy KaufmanLives dot com, and uh, I made that song "Uncle Andy Lies," which I do believe I put on one of these podcasts before. I think, yeah, I think. And uh, once I made that music video, I just sent it out to any email address that I could ever find that was somehow related to Andy Kaufman, and I came across Bob Pagani. So he and I have been friends throughout this whole time. And if this Zach guy had Anchor, I could actually record our conversation. I'm going to... Hmm. Hmm. How could I record this conversation? I'm trying to think of a way that I could record this... I'm going to f- figure something out. Maybe what I'll do is I'll put this on speaker. Maybe what I'll do is I'll put this on speakerphone and then record it on my computer through the microphone to Audacity. I, th- I think I'll mess with that. I think I'm going to mess with that. So there you have it. There you have it. If you're listening to this, please subscribe. If you'd like, it's on iTunes. It's on a lot of different podcast apps, Inspirato Projecto—that's the show you're listening to. It's on a lot of different podcast apps directories out there in the world. iTunes is probably the most easily accessible, you know, right away source that you can get to. You can subscribe to it; it'll pop up in your in your uh, on your feed, and there might be something in here that resonates with you. If you would like to contribute to this, either this, uh, well, both this and also my radio show, Inspirato Projecto, please email any of your ideas to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Any audio that you capture it could be the sound of you cooking. It could be the sound of your cats purring. It could be the sound of your your kids playing Legos. It could be the sound of the birds in your backyard. Could be the sound of you uh, stomping around in muddy puddles. Just any sort of sounds, anything that inspires you. If you have a crazy dream, send that to me. Record it, email it to me. Uh, If you have haikus, revelations, epiphanies, synchronicities you've come across, please email those to me as well. I live for that stuff. So, having said that, I should probably get prepared for for this interview. So, take care. More to come. Hello? Hi, this is this Kurt? Oh, yes. Hey, it's, it's Zach Schultz, How are you? Great. How are you doing, Zach? Pretty good. Um, yes, I just wanted to talk to you a little more <clears throat> about uh,
0: Bob's project. Um, so you, you mentioned that you, you often watch his periscopes?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've Like, I've known him for like 10 years, and so it's been fun to watch him you know, with his various projects and everything, and it's always great to see what new thing he's going to concoct next. And when he came up with Bob is Sleeping, I thought, man, that that is just absolutely a brilliant idea. I've never heard of anyone who just starts streaming live on them sleeping uh, before. And what a simple uh-huh. piece of performance art, huh? <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's, ge- it's, a, it's a fun, simple idea. It's such a genius idea. And the fact that he has a phone number on there for people to call in, um, and then he plays those broadcasts while he's sleeping – And, of course, he's got his headphones on, so he goes through that whole ritual before he falls asleep, and he's got his headphones on, he's got his boxing gloves on. um, And then, you know, so it's not like he can even hear the calls. So it's so funny just to know that that stuff is filtering all the way through, you know, for eight hours or however long he sleeps. Um, What was it that brought you to uh, his periscopes? Um, Well, I I've
0: interviewed Bob before for a story of, Andy Kaufman, um, and he actually,
1: he emailed me and told me about this, uh, this new project. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so I, he told me about it
0: a little while ago and I've, uh, been fascinated for a while and I finally, um, you know, I finally got an opportunity to, to write about it. Um, do you, do you ever like actually
1: sit for hours and watch, you know, the entire, (laughs) entire stream of him sleeping <laughs> or you just watch well i'll watch his uh, his intros you know before he falls asleep and and then i'll kind of scrub through it or kind of scroll through it at certain times just throughout the night just to see if i see little little changes here and there um uh to see if maybe you know his wife he'll talk about his wife maybe his wife will show up or something you know i'll i'll keep my eyes on those kinds of things but no i don't i don't sit there and watch the entire thing um but i do think it's phenomenal that he does throughout that whole time because there's so many different time zones out there in the globe, so anybody at any time can tune in, um, and see it happening. And I know he wants to do a global sleep network. I agreed to do to do some, which I will do. I will do. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how to do that. I just snore really loudly. So I'm wondering whether I want to uh, let the world experience that embarrassing aspect or not. But um, I think it's awesome that he does want to do a global sleep network because I think that would be hilarious if just suddenly this thing sprouts out of nowhere and people are looking at it going, wait, how is everyone a part of this global sleep network? And where did it start? And then it leads them all the way back to Bob Pagani. And then they end up coming across all his crazy hoaxes and hijinks and all that that he's done through the years, which I think is great that he talks on this about the stuff that he's done so people get familiar with what he's done, and um, it's just wonderful that he leaves those little Easter eggs there for people. hmm Have you been watching his broadcasts?
0: Yeah, yeah, um, but I've never, like, sat for four hours and watched an entire sleep session.
1: Um, but I understand that some people find might find that relaxing or enjoyable in a strange way oh Oh, yeah yeah i can imagine it to inspire a lot of insomniacs or people who have a hard time sleeping i can imagine that being a very relaxing thing for them i mean heck he could even say something like that at the beginning of the broadcast going hey you know what if you have a hard time sleeping maybe this will inspire you you know put put this on uh and 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 you know, let's let's sleep together on different continents. For instance, let's see. You know, heck, that'd be interesting if maybe people start dream traveling with him. If they end up sort of linking up with Bob Pagani in his dream state. Hey, Bob, what's going on? That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and um, so you, you you mentioned you've known Bob for about ten years now. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I found him through, there's a website called, that used to be going on, now it's now the website has changed, but it, it's called AndyKaufmanLives.com, and it was run by someone who either claimed to be Andy Kaufman or to be an insider to knowing um, about how Andy Kaufman faked his death, and that just, whoa, I just love mysteries, and that, that was a mind-bender, and so... I, it, it inspired me to start making songs about Andy Kaufman and stuff. So I made a song. I made a music video called a- Uncle Andy Lies. And then I looked through any friends that were friends of Andy Kaufman. I tried to find any email addresses, anything I could to send them this music video to go, hey, guys, guess what? You know, you might appreciate this. Here are some of Andy Kaufman's rare performances that I got off of YouTube. Here's my own original song. You might dig it. And um, Bob Pagani was the only one who got back to me. And so we just we just kept in contact and um, and then when the documentary crew Kaufman lives because they're making a documentary about it too, they they contacted me because um, they read about uh, some Huffington Post article that interviewed me, and I said, "Oh my gosh, you guys have got to get a hold of, you guys have got to get a hold of Bob Pagani because he's you know he had Andy Kaufman on his show on his PB, on his uh, public access show called Slycraft Hour, and that was that was so awesome because that was the only show as far as I know." The only documented proof where Andy Kaufman had done a Russian accent and smoked a cigar and it was the coolest thing. It was the coolest thing. And so it's so fun when Bob Pagani, he'll play he'll play little bits and pieces of that on his show. And uh so yeah, that that was just such a cool thing to think, oh my god, I'm friends now with someone who was friends with Andy Kaufman and hung out with him and went to see the Carnegie Hall performance and all that stuff. So I said, Kaufman lives, you guys, you have gotta get a hold of Bob Pagani and hear his story. Because he's got some amazing stories. He's the one, as you probably know, um, he's the one who introduced Andy Kaufman to Alan Abel. And Alan Abel was the one who faked his death over a weekend. So he taught Andy right, everything right. he knew. And so that fascinated I, Andy. I did a story on Alan Abel last year. Oh, so great. Oh, my God. But, no, um, I got to look for that one. I, I mean, m- like you, I also kind of was tracking down
0: people who knew Andy Kaufman. Um, this was for an article that I did. Um, I've, I've done numerous articles about Andy Kaufman, and the first one was about um, people
1: who believe that Donald Trump is Andy Kaufman in disguise, mm-hmm. and, um, which was kind of a joke theory. That oh, yeah. Was, um, spreading a lot. Yeah, you, you saw that. Anyway, I, I did that story
0: uh, shortly before the presidential election in 2016, and I interviewed, in, uh, I interviewed Alan Eagle for that piece, and he was really... Funny and, and just had so many great stories. Oh. Um, and so that was how I struck up an email correspondence with Alan Abel. And then I did another story um, specifically on Alan Abel when he told me about this feud he had with Donald Trump, where
1: basically Trump has owed him $800, <laughs> dating back to a court settlement um, oh. more than 20 years ago. Oh my God, that's um, brilliant. I have, to, I have to send you the link. It's a great story. Um, basically, Alan Abel sued Trump and won and never got his money. No way! That's and brilliant! Yeah, and um, so I did this whole story on him, and he <laughs> he's such a great guy, and um, I ended up actually meeting him in person. Oh my god, that must summer. have been awesome, hanging out with him live and in person, yeah, my he's god. Such a, he's such a great guy. Um, I'll send you that link, but yeah. Yeah, so- please. Yeah, send me any of those Andy Kaufman links. I love, I mean, gosh, any of this information. Like when I saw the Andy Kaufman daughter stuff emerging and then, you know, and then I'm like fact checking it in my brain from all the stuff that I've read through the years. And I mean, holy cow, that even if you did an article about the, the AndyKaufmanLives.com stuff, I mean, dude, that 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 is a deep rabbit hole there. It's a, as many call it, the puzzlementary. It's a puzzlementary. It's a, it's a, it's like a document, a documentary and a puzzle both put together. I mean, it's. That's in itself is a fascinating story that's just lived through. I don't know how many years that that stuff has been out there. So that's been interesting to watch how that's unfolded. And plus, it's great to hear what Alan Abel has to say about it um, too, because especially being the guy who who sat and talked with Handy and goes, "Okay, here's here's how I did it. Here's the detailed." here's the detailed facts of of how I successfully faked my death. (laughs) And it's like giving candy to a kid who's just like addicted to, you know, let's say starburst, you know, here you go, kid. (laughs) And that's what happened with Andy. And he just ran with it. Oh my God. That's cool that you did these articles about these guys. Were you, were you a big Andy Kaufman fan growing up?
0: Um, no, not really. I mean, I'm not old enough to have, um, really been around when he was, when he was, when he was around. Um, so I, I discovered him as an adult. Um, actually, I was a big REM fan growing up, and that was how I first became aware
1: of Andy, was through the REM song. Oh, that is great. Which led you to the man on the moon, and then you're going, hey, what the heck is this all yeah, about? Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It is so great that Jim and Andy, I I saw your article. It's so funny. You sent me your article and I'm like, holy cow, I read this article. This is great. This is that guy. I thought that was so cool that you were able to find Michael, find uh, Carol and sit there and watch the documentary with them. That was just, that was really cool because back in, gosh, I want to say it was 2008 or something. um, There were two two different shows that um, were put on these Tony Clifton shows um there uh, one of them was called dead or alive and it it was you know saying Andy Kaufman you know come on out to the show come on out to the show and at that show they actually showed raw footage of that and they said you know what you're about to see this is a one night only you're probably never going to see this again but it was all this raw footage and only like pieces of it made it into that that documentary but I was so happy to see that Lynn Margulies you know, all of her footage, you know, was, you know, it was, people went into it and they decided to utilize some of it and she got credit. And I was so happy to see that because, man, there was a lot of crazy hijinks on that set that didn't even make it into the movie. Like there was this one where Tony Clifton, um, you see Tony Clifton going into Danny DeVito's trailer and he has like a piece of rotten meat. And he goes, eh, let's, see, let's see what that little munchkin likes about this. And then he ends up lifting up the mattress and hiding this raw meat, the stinky meat, under the mattress. And then later on, it cuts to Danny DeVito going into his trailer. And he's like, man, what stinks in here? And he's like sniffing around, sniffing around. And he goes to his mattress. He lifts it up. He goes, oh, man, look what Tony Clifton did. And then as he was about to leave his trailer, Tony uh, pulled his, his car up to the door to the to the trailer, so there was no way that so Danny was like stuck in his trailer. He couldn't he couldn't leave it, and uh, I was really hoping that that little piece would have made it in the film. But it, I mean, all the pieces that did show up was was great. It was interesting to see how everyone reacted to that. So thank you so much for shining a light on that and and taking it even further and watching the movie with with those two. I mean, that must have been was that strange or what? What was that like? Was it to watch it
0: with
1: Danny's brother? Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, we were. Um,
0: I mean, it was it was just like a live commentary track from them, um, and it was int- it was interesting because Michael Coffin went into the movie um, expecting to hate it, and um, he had a lot of misgivings about it. And his as he was watching the movie, like I saw his um, opinion soften, and, and he warmed up to it just as he was watching. It, and he realized that um, I mean, there were aspects of it that he really didn't like. He, he and but there were, but his, his he really changed as he was watching it, and, and, and um, he, like, warmed up to Jim Carrey.
1: Wow. Wow. What an interesting thing. And what also, you know, what also interests me is seeing how Michael has always left that little door open um, Yeah. of saying, well, you know, I think, you know, and that's what's so funny, too. He's like, oh, yeah, even though I was there in the room and I, you know, right. and he was dead in bed, I, I still think, you know, there's a possibility he could have faked his death, and I think that's kind right. of interesting. Um. that yeah, he leaves that door Michael open. And Carol were like, both Michael and Carol were like, "Like, oh yeah, like we're ninety percent sure that he's really dead." And I was like, "Okay, so there's that's a ten percent chance. Like that's, <laughs> significant, yeah. that's significant po- uh, probability." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's um. Oh man, it's there's there's such deep information in there that um, um, that really goes. Into the mechanics, um, you know, at least within the legend of how Kaufman faked his death, there's some some interesting mechanics involved behind uh, how how it was pulled off. um, Which was interesting to see. A lot of those things echoed in Bob Zamuda's book when he came out with that. Um, It was it was interesting to see how he he incorporated some of these things. And plus, you know, that Andy Kaufman and his grandmother that. Um that CD that came out that Lynn put together over like 80 hours of these micro cassette tapes, which I think is awesome that at least we were able to hear even one hour out of 80 of those hours. Um I mean, gosh, if they released one album every year for 80 years, I would be so happy if they released an entire, you know, volume two, volume three, volume eighty. Um it's so cool. Within that, you actually hear Kaufman and Zamuda talking about, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I faked my death? So it's like it was like, oh my god, after, you know. All these years of following this and 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 learning about this, and then to hear from his straight from his own voice, where he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, I could fake my death," and you're going, "Oh my god, that's so great! That's so great that we got this. We got this on tape. It was so neat to hear. Did you hear those? Yeah, the, uh, that album, by the way. No, I, I haven't. Oh man, it's so fun. It really. It, it's such a fun little personal thing because you know he was carrying that micro cassette recorder around, and you hear just. It's just so great to hear the actual words of Kaufman because other than that, what else do we have? We have HBO specials. We have, you know, whatever whatever was videotaped throughout those years. So for us to be able to actually hear his own thoughts and ideas is just so kick-ass, which then makes me wonder what kind of fascinating conversations did he and Bob Pagani have when they were hanging out. Like that must have been just fascinating for Bob to be able to hear these these amazing stories right. that no one else out there in the world has ever heard. I'm just so happy that Pagani has decided to continue with his, you know, he's he's coined the term reality hacking. And I think that's a, a phenomenal way of putting it because um, it's taking people out of a mundaneity, um, you know, sort of the the matrix, if you will, uh, the programming that's going on and kind of goes, all right, we're taking you out of that. And now here's this thing, you know, and now it's up to you to figure out, is this real or is this not? And uh God, it's just brilliant. Like his uh, Pagani's uh, periscopes, you see people from all over the world—people from uh, from Rangoon, people from Singapore, people from frickin' Kansas—all over the world watching him sleeping, and I'm thinking. This is fascinating. This is so zen-like. You know, you're bringing. I mean, if there ever was a way to bring world peace to the world, I think Bob Pagani is pretty much on the cutting edge of it, just by sleeping. I think. I think he's introducing people to a whole, a whole new realm of surprises that we never even realized were there before. So I'm, I'm just so proud of the guy, and I can't wait to see what the heck he's got up his sleeves next. Can you, can you repeat what you just said about bringing world peace to the world? Can oh. You- Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, so I think I think that with Bob Gainey, with his, uh, with you know the Bob is sleeping thing, because there are so many people across the globe watching what he's doing um, at any time of the day or night. And as you were saying earlier, you know maybe influencing them to sleep along with him. Um, I think if there's anything that could actually bring world peace to the world, it could be Bob's project, Bob is sleeping, um, because all these people from all over the globe are watching this they're all on the same page they're tuned literally into the same vibration the same channel and what is that it's watching a man sleeping <laughs> and on top of that he's educating this populace about the crazy stuff he he's done and is still doing out there in the world which then inspires them to start going hey you know what holy cow if a guy if a guy could bring so many people together just by sleeping, wow, it makes, makes people wonder, what kind of talents do I have? What can I, you know, offer to the world that, has, that have been lying dormant for so long that maybe I've never, you know, put out there in the world? Maybe it's inspiring a whole bunch of these people to start their own periscopes, you know? I, I can imagine maybe a carpenter going, all right, my periscope is just going to be about you watching me build stuff. Very simple. Here we go, <laughs> and here's this, or um, you know, a periscope of my child eating. Okay, that's all that this periscope is about. My child eating, <laughs> and so I think by him doing this, it's it's shining a light on what may seem like simple or mundane things out there in the world. He's shining a light on it and going, you know what? This could actually be something quite dynamic. This could actually be something to dive deeper into, and. Yeah, definitely man. I If that let's say that global sleep network takes off, holy moly. Talk about everyone being tuned into the same same frequency. Imagine that, all these people at the same time sleeping going, "Yep, we're we're we already know what we're doing and we're going to go into this sleep state." And I got to tell you, I've I've listened I mean, I love fringe theories, I love philosophy, all kinds of just the more out there uh, and uh, on the edges of uh, of you know thought, those are the things that interest me. And one of the big things is dream traveling. There are people who know how to dream travel. They can go into other other dreams, they meet each other. And man, could you imagine that if everyone goes, "All right, Bob, we're all going to sleep right now, whatever our time zone is, we're all gonna go to sleep right now at this at the same time, and let's see if we can meet each other. Holy cow! <laughs> imagine that. Like you always hear about the natives. The natives where they they smoke their peyote and these shaman and they go meet together in the great white lodge and they they commune up there and they speak with the spirits and they learn about this stuff and then they come back down to this reality and they go, okay village, the great spirits told us here's here's when to plant the crops, here's when the rains are going to fall, here's when it's best to have babies, here's the best foods to eat. could you imagine that? Like just through Bob is sleeping, he ends up bringing these people together and they end up solving things. They end up solving world issues, even personal problems, like up in this this dream state. My God, that would be brilliant. <laughs> that would just be brilliant. So I think I think this performance art um, has so much potential to reverberate, oh my God, far and wide. I was looking on his Periscope earlier today and he, already he's got 100 broadcasts. So that means... That's already a hundred days. That's almost, I mean, that's almost half of a year that he's been sleeping and showing these people. And I looked on there, he's got like over a million views on this stuff. It's amazing. It's so cool. It's just, I love it. You know, you got these other art forms that are going, trying to be more and more complicated, more and more, um, 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 I don't know, maybe stuff that's uh, overthought or forced and yet, here's this guy, in in the most resistance-free way possible, providing entertainment, providing art, providing inspiration, and people are tuning in. And then guess what? What are they doing? They're going off to work, and they're talking about it around the water cooler. Oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe it. Today, I was watching Bob is Sleeping, and uh, and he talked about this crazy thing. Well, that, that matches up with this idea that I had earlier today, and holy moly, this could work. I think this could work. <laughs> so... I, I can't wait to see how this is going to reverberate out there for the populace. Oh, my God. There might be even people right now teaching their kids. Okay, you know what? This is – your art forms are just as important as anybody else's art forms. If you want to sit there and build sandcastles, that's a phenom- phenomenal art form. Let's put a periscope on it. Let's make that – you know, let's make that popular. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think Bob is he's, – he's a – one of those, one of those guys. Like, uh, I mean, he's he's an inventor. He's up there with Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, you, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, what, like, what do you do for work? How old are you? Oh man, well, so I'm 44, and um, I co-organize. Gosh, there are a few things. I just love art in all its forms. Like each year, I co-organize something called the Kapow Intergalactic film festival and uh we called oh, sorry, it the name oh of yeah kapow kind of like the old batman show kapow mm-hmm. um okay. so it's kapow intergalactic film festival and right. we were going to call it the international one but then we realized hey you know what let's plan for the future let's make it intergalactic so that way even extraterrestrials could submit their films to the festival um and that's a big joy because to be able to you know, co-organize a film festival is great. We met people from Switzerland, from uh, from Sweden, from Argentina, people coming from all over the world, and that, oh man, that just feels so good to be put on a film festival. And then, in addition to that, I have a radio show that appears uh, twice twice a month, the first and third Monday of every month, and I call that one Inspirato Projecto. And that show is about the process of creation because I think a lot of times um, a lot of times people are focused on the genius aspect of getting a project done and I think that holds a lot of people back from actually creating things because they're thinking oh it's got to be perfect they're over analyzing it they're over critiquing it and they never actually end up creating anything and so the whole the whole show is about the process showing the creation going look it's okay to be sloppy it's it's okay to mess up that's the only way you can get to where you want to get so I show art forms in all their various, you know, whether it's a comedian that I'm interviewing, whether it's uh, the sound of my cat purring or eating their eating their food, whether it's the sound of a riff that I just came up with and it's not a full song, I go, okay, here's a riff for a song. Maybe in the next couple of episodes, I'll I'll, I'll record the full song and then then you get to hear that. So, so the, would you describe yourself as a radio host? Or I think so. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, radio yeah. host, uh sort of uh antenna. I mean I like to think of like that I got like this antenna and I just sort of receive creativity. I make music. Oh, I'm in a yacht rock band. I forgot to mention that. I'm in a yacht rock band called Yachtly Crew. And oh my god. it's so fun. Oh my god. We sing all the hits like Steely Dan, Hollow and Notes, and through that. We made it our mission to be like put pure positivity in what we're creating. And I got to tell you man, holy moly, it's a big surprise to be singing love songs to the populace and to see, holy cow, we're putting out positivity and we're getting lots of positivity in return and we're getting booked like crazy like almost 3 shows every 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 weekend now. We got like 3 shows. It's picked up to that kind of point where we I mean, dude, we had we had Mario Lopez at a show. We did a show that Amy Adams was at. Craig Robinson has shown up. We played for Red Foo, who is the L M F A O guy. We played for his birthday party. I mean, it's it's like ex- or his girlfriend's birthday party, and it's it's exploding my brain to think that it's catching this kind of notice, and oh, it just feels so good to be part of just these positive projects, positive projects, because um, I think you know with all the negativity and pessimism that. You hear frequently from people, which seems to be the default mode on a lot of folks, with all that negativity and, uh, and, and pessimism, I think it's really, you know, it's nice to balance out the scales and go, here's some optimism, here's some positivity, here's some inspiration. So that's really what I'm here for is to turn the lights on within people and go look, you're inspired. You you got this amazing skill. Let's see more of it. And here's my radio show here. Promote it, promote it, promote it, get it out there. (laughs) And it feels so good. It feels so good. I just love it. And yeah, to know people like Bob Pagani and, uh, and to see them, you know, out there doing stuff and affecting the populace in positive ways too. Oh man, that just, I just love it. That's that's one of my most favorite things. And you're out there too, man. You're putting out great stuff. You're leading people to Andy Kaufman. As Steve Martin once said, all roads lead to Andy Kaufman. <laughs> all this comedy that we see, it's all thanks to Andy Kaufman. All these reverberations of these pranks, you know, let's say Borat, um, Improv Everywhere, Jackass, Tom Green, all those people. Um, all those people were inspired by Andy Kaufman, and whether they realize it or not, if they if they follow, if they keep following those breadcrumbs, um, they'll see they'll see that he was basically the guy that started the domino effect with this stuff. And I'm sure he was inspired by people too. You know, he probably had a whole bunch yeah. of crazy pranksters that inspired him that I, I that I don't even know about. Um, Oh god, dude! Thank you so much for doing these interviews with uh, with Pagani, putting his stuff out there, making him aware in the populace's minds. I mean, it's it's so kick ass. Let me um, let me send you the story I did last year on Alan Abel. Please, oh, oh my god, please send me any links yeah, to any of that, that to you stuff. Right now. Oh what? god, dude, yeah, please, uh, honestly, send me any any links to to any of that stuff. I just this is. Oh man, I just live for this stuff. I'm I'm so happy that Andy Kaufman is still reverberating after, uh-huh. I mean, you know, thir- almost forty years now. Um, and how many other comedians have that kind of <laughs> spotlight on them? Um, right. So I think Pagani is going to be the one that's going to, uh, you know, rise to the forefront. And ideally, we'll see Ellen Abel out there doing more more crazy pranks. I'm glad he just um did he? Do you know if he had his uh. Talk at uh, DePaul yet or not? He he was gonna have a big lecture out there at DePaul. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure actually. That's a good question. I should email him and ask. He's oh good at responding to email. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know yeah. what? And plus, he he tends to pick up the phone right away too. You're just like, holy cow, this is great! Like, I'm talking yeah. to this legend right now, and. He is so good at giving so many crazy stories. Did he ever tell you a story about <laughs> how he he was gonna do a hoax of finding an alien? They built this. Did he tell you about that? Where they built this UFO and they painted the guy. The guy was naked and they painted him all green. Did they tell you about no, that? No, I don't remember that. Oh, jeez. No, oh one. my God. It was, I mean, it's 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 astounding, and it was like the most. It was the most. Um, what's the word I'm thinking? Tri- triumphantly un uh, uh, unwitnessed it was the most triumphantly unwitnessed hoax that he's pulled off <laughs> cuz i guess i guess so i i don't know i don't know what happened i guess some some cops ended up showing up out there but they weren't he didn't get the reaction that he thought like they were just like uh okay what's that green guy like they just they just completely they were not mystified by it <laughs> like oh dude he went through all this effort and oh and I think he also did there was another one he did where he he built a uh, he built a Loch Ness Monster he was going to do some Loch Ness Monster hoaxes and uh, oh god that in itself would just be a great movie just seeing all the crazy stuff and I know there's a documentary Kane raises Abel yeah. however it would be great if there's a biopic about Alan Abel and just seeing all the crazy ones that just were never made that that maybe it's time for that to happen It's one of these days But yeah, he recently put on a DePaul lecture about, um, I think it was called The Art of the Hoax or something like that. And it was so funny because on the advertisement, it was him, um, Andy's brother, uh, Sister Carol, she was out there saying some stuff, Um, some comedian who I guess knows about this stuff. And it was so funny. The other person that was billed to play there was Pavarotti. (laughs) So oh, wow. it was just, yeah, and Pavarotti's dead, so it was just such a funny thing, like, he just slipped that little Easter egg in there in the ad, and it was just like, oh man, just brilliant, so, yeah, I haven't heard about, or seen any video or anything, if it happened already, I don't even know if yeah. it happened already, but I know Pagani was supposed to go out there and be a part of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, I, should, I should email Alan Elle, who all right, I, I gotta run, but I'm gonna email you a link to my article about Alan right now. Oh yes, please. Oh man, thank yeah. you so all much. Right, and I'll I'll be in touch. Cool. Um, if, if I have any more questions, I'll just shoot you an email. Awesome. And check out Yatley Crew if you can. Well, I'll I'll send you some I will, links. I Yeah. Send... I love doing <laughs> Dan. I'll check that out. Okay. Cool, man. Oh, and I'll have you as a guest on my show sometime. Sure, I'd love that. Yeah, about all your crazy experiences. Well, you take uh-huh. care, Zach, and uh, all right. yeah, stay inspired. Have a great Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Talk man, to. too. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks, an interview with Zach.